holding on dog training just wanted to thank you for all your content and advice both training or personal it's so awesome that we can always take a moment if needed and seek some j and j vibes and get back on track oh that's nice ashley hey we're live how's everybody going how's everybody doing stopping by to give thanks continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory grateful awesome dogs just stop doing bad shit it's incredible and then you get to start training your dog <laughs> sorry hey everybody so what would jeff do show it's jesus 15 minutes late i guess if you don't start it within 10 minutes it deletes it off of facebook that's what that just happened so we're trying to straighten that out and it didn't and instead of restarting the whole show making a whole new show we'll just do it from here so uh, we answer your questions you ask a question we give you an answer and a lot of the answers are based on um, stopping unwanted behaviors. So we always talk about you know punishment or corrections. Um, uh, that's the only way to really stop unwanted behavior. And we also do something called Jeff Gelman seminars, which is where we tour the tour the world doing seminars. And it's been on hold for about five months. And we all with this all this pandemic stuff. Who the heck knows now with the, what's what's going to happen? Mm. So, um, but we should be live on YouTube. So. Questions coming in? On YouTube, yeah. Oh, okay, so ask the questions on YouTube. That's all we got. All right. Gretchen says, hi, guys. Hey, everybody. How are you? Kathy B says, hi, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Um, Francis says, hello. Hello. Mothman, hello, all. Good to see you. Hello. Julie says, good evening. Good evening. Lori says, you are live. Yeah, we are live. So we're live. We're Hannah sitting. says, you're live on YouTube. Yep. Julie says, live here on Facebook. Huh. Hmm. But I think it must have stopped, though. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That was at 7.15, though. Really? Hater Slayer says, howdy, y'all. Hey, everybody. How's everyone going? CT Vader. Hi, all. It's been a minute since I've caught one of these or a Zoom. Appreciate all you do. Love you both. That's okay. It was 15 minutes late anyway, so you didn't miss anything. It's been a minute. Um, Connor says, hi, from Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis. Wow, what's going on over there? Next. And Melissa posted a link to your Patreon channel. Join a Zoom meeting. That's nice. Yeah. Yes, Zoom is something we do every, um, oh, geez, every Tuesdays. Um, it's, just, it's from 3 to 4 o'clock we do them. They're nice. They're intimate. They're a good group of people. Not really crowded. You can ask questions face-to-face. -face. It's really, really nice that you can ask the questions face-to-face -face that way. So um, I like it. All right. Um Brianna, missed Zoom yesterday. Was there a live on Monday? My friend has a nine-week-old puppy. She was going to ask Monday, but we couldn't find you. She wants to know how old he has to be before bonking. Well, n number one, no, we weren't live on Monday. We almost weren't live tonight. Um, it's just been really crazy here. It's been just really, really crazy. We just yeah. scrambled to get to the show tonight. Um, and we have work to do after the show. It's just really nuts. Um, so as far as like a nine-week-old puppy, I mean, not for obedience, you don't do that, but for nipping and biting and crying in the crate and for jumping and for eating stuff, yeah, you can. And a lot of people will disagree with that. They'll say, oh, my God, don't do that. It's terrible. It's like well, you can't let the, the dog, like, chew up, like, chew something up, or you can't let the dog um, uh, whine all night if it doesn't have to go to the bathroom. It's okay to do that. Say no and then bonk. It's just a correction. Not going to sit there and listen to this puppy whine all night long. That's like the popular one. Uh -huh. It's like, how do I stop my puppy from whining all night long? Oh, just go over to it and tap the crate. Like, 
than worse. Or what's even worse, which is like, put the crate near your bed and make sure your arm is always next to it. Right, or sleep in front of your crate, yeah. you know, with your pillow, right? Touching, paws. Yes. You get hand to paw, right? <laughs> put your scent in there. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's right. Take off your shirt. It's like, excuse me, officer. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, why don't you have a top on? I'm raising a puppy, officer. So I left it at home. <laughs> at my wit's end. Look. Um, Emily, how do you stop a one-year-old dog from marking indoors? I rarely catch him in the act. He also poops a lot and walks to the point where he strains to force it out. Is that marking? Vet checked and healthy. Well, I would, I mean, the, the, mark, the marking on the, the, the walks is probably, um, no, it's the marking inside the house. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to catch the dog in the act. That's it. So where's your dog and where are you? That's the big thing. And I'm not a big fan of free roaming. If you if you catch if you yell at the dog after the fact, your dog will just find other places to, to go to the bathroom. Um, so it's like don't have your eyes off the dog. Teach your dog some duration stuff. Teach your dog how to be like in front of you, um, like in place command or a downstay. Put me on walks though. Um, I don't know. Does your dog have obviously maybe your dog doesn't have worms? You just just keep walking. If he strains himself, there might be something going on there. Since it's been vet checked. Yeah, well, but what does that mean though? Like, true. What is it? What is what does that mean? I mean, usually dogs will poop because they feel they have to poop. Right. Every once in a while, something doesn't come out, but it's usually you know they they usually had diarrhea that day or a loose stool that day, mm. and so for some reason they feel like they have to they have to they have to go to the bathroom next. Magic Larry says you folks are worth the wait. Oh, geez. Thanks, Magic thanks, Larry. Thanks, Magic Larry. Lori, hey, reading your disclaimer on Patreon, Joelle. It's a long one, yeah, but yeah. it's necessary. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's the same stuff you did get, like when you rent a car or you yeah. sign a gym or yep. pretty much just said, you know, you dropped dead from doing workout number three. Like, sorry, it's not my fault. So. It's just, it's just standard. Yeah. Um, Dana, hello, J&J. So happy to see you are well. Continued saga with our pup. How would you address growling when you apply or remove the remote collar? How would I would do it? I'd bonk the dog, no, and then bonk. I think more people need to like take control over their dog's growling. Like, how dare you growl at me? Like, have just have that attitude. Just have that attitude. And a lot of people would say, Oh, you just counter condition that. Touch the collar, dog doesn't growl, click and give a reward. Agree. Go ahead, do that too. But what do you do when it does growl? There has to be a there has to be a consequence. There has to there has there has to be a certain consequence. So next, Cassie, hi. I have a Siberian Husky and Black Lab. Both play differently. The Husky likes to roughhouse, tug of yep. war. The Lab plays fetch. The Husky gets rough with the Lab. Dominance. Any tips for play? Well, different play styles. You know, they just they we have dogs that have different play styles. We have dogs that don't like to play at all. Um, so. The, the one that is being dominant, that you can stop by. But, but just play, though. So I don't mind that during play as long as it never leads to a fight. Um, does it ever lead to a fight is the big thing. Like, if, if it never leads to a fight and it's sort of like mutual back and forth, maybe they don't mind it. But if they do mind it, the one that's being pushier, I would stop. You can use a remote collar for that. And it's just like, you know, enough. Correct. 
Emily, he's created when we leave, just can be sneaky when we're home, when he marks. Oh. We try our best to watch him like a hawk. He doesn't do it a lot, but it's enough to annoy me. So, again, it's like that's another good example where you got to catch the dog in the act um, and have your eyes on the dog when you're home. Oh, it's got bumps. Like, how do you stop a dog from doing something when you're not watching it? You have to be, you have to see it in the act. Mm. Um, Melissa posted a link to my Patreon channel. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, and you read the disclaimer there. Fabian. Hey guys, when are you starting in-person training again? I still have my two Frenchies watching your videos. So you can actually start reading the disclaimer now and there's 40, 50 minutes left in the show and you finish it when the show's over. Whatever. It's not that long. It's not that long at all. Bust your balls. I'm the one that told you to do it. Yep. So we're, we, we're, we have in-training. Right do, now. We're doing in-training training now. You can sign up. Or does she mean seminars? Oh, seminars. Well, that's... That's... All depends on what what if you're local we're doing one-on-ones yeah but that's all depends on what city and state and um country out of the country you are not doing canada who knows and then the latest stuff looks like who knows what's going to happen next holding on dog training just wanted to thank you for all your content and advice both training or personal it's so awesome that we can always take a moment if needed and seek some j and j vibes and get back on track oh that's nice ashley Fabian said, but in New York City, willing to bring them out to you ASAP. Oh, well, that's that would be a boarding train. Yeah. So, Fabian, that would be a boarding train. We've been we're training every day. Sure. We, we, we never stopped. We never stopped. Bring them on in, those and, Frenchies. And you would bring them to us. So that's what everybody does. That's what we do every day here. So what I would do is you have to go to our website. You fill out a form. I call you. Send them for a boarding train. Right now, there's a two-month wait list. And make payment, and we start. Janet, help. I have two females, Great Dane and a pit who fight maybe one to two years, when, one to two a year. When they do, it's ugly. How do I break it up if I don't have e-collars on? Unfortunately, mom mode kicks in and I try to intervene. Well, you want to intervene. It's not mom mode. It's I don't want a dead dog mode. So you don't need the e-collar either. How do, you, how do you go? You Number one, if I had two fighting dogs, they would always have some sort of collar on probably a dominant dog collar. I mean, the way to break up a dog fight is you have to remove, remove the oxygen from one of the dogs temporarily so that they let go It's that bad. Like, because, you know, there's dogs that will work, they will fight through remote collars even on the highest setting. Next. Frank, does double down influence calmer state of mind over standard down? Yeah, absolutely. That's why we do it, because the dogs get into a really calm state of mind. They go into a very, very calm state of mind and just see it in them. They literally, because if you think about it, dogs, when they lie down sleeping or they lie down and they're calm, that's what they're doing anyway. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is you're just teaching them how to do that on command. So most dogs that are lying down don't lie down, don't, not too many dogs fall asleep like right. this. Yeah, next. $10 top chat from... Annie, hey guys, just want to send some love for all the free content. Trying to get Pumbaa in the pool, but he hates it. I threw him in first time, second time, drug his place in, and he panicked. Tips? Well, I've I, I got three videos on our YouTube channel on how to teach a dog to swim. It doesn't involve throwing them in the pool, but it does involve leash pressure and movement. So I've got good examples on how to do that. So you can watch those, watch those free videos and how to do it. And 
there's no usually convincing or conjoling a dog that doesn't want to go in. So what do you do is you slight leash pressure to not so slight leash pressure. But then once they're in is you have to move around so they actually don't just like doggy paddle in a, in a circle because what you're trying to do is teach them how to use their back legs, which doesn't come natural to them. Hater Slayer, we have a male and a younger female pity husky mix. Female is in heat, male is trying to hump. No sense, he gets no trembling sense. anxious. I'm trying to get him to avoid the female. Trembling normal, using e-collar on CS. So it's not about using it on CS. You're not trying to train the dog. You're trying to correct the dog. So if you've got one, you know, I mean, you got a dude with a constant heart on around a woman with her legs spread open and you're saying, hey, don't fuck this. So it's like, it's not exactly like going to be convincing like through conversation. It has to be a, a very, very, if you don't want them doing it, which you, which you most likely don't, um, there has to be a pretty good correction to stop that next. Kathy, honestly amazed at how low the levels can be on e-collar when on walks, even with distractions. It puts them in follow mode, little taps on the remote, low level on e-collar. Yeah, yeah. Some dogs don't work on very high levels. No. There's so much misinformation about the remote power out there. It's incredible. Demon Dog Buddy, hi, J&J, here for a friend today. They recently adopted a small female dog, pulls on the leash, barks at dogs on walks, but is fine when you meet her. Getting a trainer soon. Quick tip, she is watching. Well, I mean, what you do is you, you start out with a prong collar and teach the dog how to walk. And that will stop, you know, the pulling and the barking. But that's, you have to take it. No collars does that, though. That's, that's one thing that a couple of questions came in through DM and I just... You know, I have to send them a cut and paste response because I get too many questions. Tell them to like, you know, watch the show or, 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 or do a do a paid consult. And and one of the things that people will say is, but I'm using a prong collar, but the problem still happens. I'm like, the prong collar is not. I don't want to say it's not a miracle tool, tool, but it's just a tool. It's just a communication tool. Mm -hmm. You still have to train the dog. Yeah. And it goes both ways. For other people to say that, oh, you're using a prong collar, you're using pain to train. It's like, no, you still have to use training. If you really think that that I can put this piece of equipment on the dog and the dog will all of a sudden miraculously walk perfectly, well, then we wouldn't have any pulling dogs. Right. Like, no dog would pull. Right. Why is it that people say, I've tried everything? Well, then why don't you use a prong car? I did. Well, I, it, then it should have worked. So there still has to be training involved. Same with the remote collar. There's still training involved. Mm -hmm. And this, this whole... Don't pain, don't train through pain slogan. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's like, it's just, it just, it's just a cut and paste ignorance from people. I know that wasn't your question, but it just made me think about like, you still have to, you know, learn how to use the tools and it's not difficult to do. It's not difficult to do. So next. Um, Dana. Okay. Then bonking it is. I absolutely do not appreciate the growl. I would like it to stop ASAP. Thank you. Yeah. It's just like. I like if it's your own personal dog, it's like you're not even a personal dog. It's like as a dog trainer, you can't have a dog be growling at you just because you're trying to take its power off and tower back on. Next. Um Cassie, the the lab whines sometimes and cowards to come hide by me. Then that's that's oh the husky oh, lab. The husky lab this. Then I would um I'd stop that. I would correct the husky. the other dog in that, yes. Kathy, thanks for the YouTube lives and the Zooms. Appreciate learning more and appreciate you guys. Oh, you're welcome. 
Julie, lately my dog knows when I'm going to use a bonker on her for jumping up into the window. As soon as I say no, she cowers. Help. Well, that's, see, the bonker is, is, that means it's working. I mean, I don't want your dog to be cowering, but that means people have to understand all you're really trying to do is teach the dog the word no. Like, that's what you're trying to do, is teach the, the dog the word no, which is what you've accomplished. So, no, and then the dog stops and cowers. Now, do I want dogs to be cowering? No, I don't. But at least the dog knows what the word no means now, right? So you've done a good job with that. That's what people are, that, that, that's what we're trying to do, is teach the, teach the dog the, the meaning of a word. We're not just going to be, you know, bonking our dogs for the rest of their lives. It's like, now you know what no means. Good. You did a good job. You did a good job with that. No. And then you gave it an intolerable consequence. So now when you say no, the dog responds in a certain way. It's like jumping up in the window. It could like, or jumping up on people or anything else like getting into the trash can. I'm glad that no is so effective. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to the seminar dates and locations. Thank you. Mothman, what is the purpose of a dominant dog collar? How do you use it? I've heard a lot about them, but I've never seen them used. Um, it's used. It can be used for everything from de-escalating arousal to choking a dog out. So it's historically not used in, oh, you don't use it in obedience training. You use it in behavior modification. And there's a difference. So it's great for breaking up a dog fight. It's, it's a great security measure to have on a dog that's aggressive. Um, it's great for self-preservation, meaning if the dog's attacking you, you know, that's why it was, it's funny on TikTok, you get every keyboard warrior dog trainer out there that's like, oh, I've rehabbed aggressive dogs, like, without using any punishers. I'm like, no, you haven't. Yeah. Like, no, you haven't. You're lying. Mm -hmm. You're lying. Okay. And then, and then my question is, how do you stop a dog from attacking children? Like, just answer the question step by step. Don't have them around children. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that is one way to do it. I mean, I mean, so... You know, but it's like step by step explain. Oh, I built a good relationship. Okay, and that and that stopped the dog from attacking kids, really? Because you have a good relationship with your dog who doesn't attack children anymore or doesn't get into dog fights anymore. Mm -hmm. I find that very, very hard to believe. And how long did it take you to build that relationship before it stopped getting into dog fights? How many dog fights did it have to get into? And that was with your one dog. Now is that gonna work with a hundred dogs? Really? Okay. And then let's go one step further. How do you st stop a client's dog from doing it? You have to use their relationship. Yeah. Or is your relationship, can you pass that on to the owner of the dog? Does that work? It does not. Mm -hmm. any, any, any dog trainer knows that. Yeah. Anybody, anybody with any common sense knows that the relationship you have doesn't always pass on with this. Just think about this. A couple in a household Oh, my dog listens to me but doesn't listen to my spouse think about that yeah well, why not why doesn't the dog listen to your spouse it's living in the same house it knows what to do it listens to you why doesn't it listen to your spouse if the dog training is that great why doesn't it listen to your spouse it's because it's called relationship so it's actually but it still doesn't do it for your for your say your, your significant other or your roommate mm -hmm. Interesting. Dogs never fight when I'm in the room, but they always fight when someone else is in the room. Yeah. 
Why is that? Mm -hmm. Next. Annie says, thank you. Number one Pitbull Dad. Hey. Hey, J&J. &J, my newest dog is still doing awesome today. He held it down. Stay with distractions at a distance. Thanks for all oh, wow. your free content. Good for you. That just means, that means um, you've been doing a lot of it work. means you're awesome, number yes. one Pitbull Dad. Gretchen, how have you guys been at the training center? Tired. Say it in one word. Tired. That's one word, right? Tired? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Two-syllable word? Three-syllable word? Tired. 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 Just tired. 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 Um, vegan power couple. Hi, guys. Jeff once said his dogs will blow past 100 on the e-collar when in drive. So then how do you get them to come back to you in that type of situation if they're blowing past the e-collar? Well, the ones that do that, they wear a double collar now. Or they wear a more powerful collar. Yeah. But not just my dogs. Many dogs do. Many dogs in high drive Westwell. will blow through 100. Many. There's dogs that go through underground fencing, which is way more powerful. Wes once ran through a livestock fence to get a ball. Mm. He screamed. Yeah. Still got the ball and screamed back. Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. There's dogs that have got... That's the dog when people say, oh, they must have a high pain threshold. Like that, They'll say that about like the prong cower. It's like, no. Running through an underground fence numerous times is a high pain threshold. Next. What I just posted a picture today. Wes with a bloody face. He bit his lip playing chuck it. Blood everywhere. People don't... Pe he didn't care. He kept playing ball. People like... He was getting frustrated that I wouldn't throw it and I wanted to check him out first. People, people have to, so before. There's blood before, everywhere. Before, before girl got her surgery, her cruciate surgery. Yeah. Like her cruciate was totally separated, not torn, but separated. So I asked the doctor, like, cause we talked about post surgery should like what it's going to look like. It's going to look like, like doing nothing for a long period of time. So I said beforehand, I said, well, should I slow her down now? He goes, no, it's already torn. I mean, sorry, it's already it's already separated. Not torn, but separated. Like, it's not going to get worse. It's like, it's gone. It's like, so it's like, do you think she cared? She didn't care. She still ran 100 miles an hour. And then afterwards, she limped. It's like, but when she's in drive, they don't care. No. Animals will do that. I remember once Kira ran into a tree. Chasing a chucket ball, full speed into a tree, screamed her head off, limped for like three seconds, and then went and got the ball. Like she didn't care. They don't. They really you don't. Know? And it had to have hurt immensely. It had to have. It had to running full speed into a tree. They don't care. Yeah. Um, Laura, Joelle, how are you doing now that Cinna went home? You seemed like you got kind of close and partial to her. <laughs> it felt bittersweet to see her go. It was bittersweet. But, I mean, I build a relationship with every dog that comes through. She was just a cool little dog. Yeah. But it's funny because... I would, like, I tr the big thing was, like, I really trusted her. And she didn't, she wasn't, like, super aggressive or, like, dog aggressive. So, like, I had, I could, she had a lot of freedom. I could do a lot of cool stuff with her. Yeah. That's the thing is when you get dogs in that are like that. Yeah. And then you get dogs in that you, like, can't turn your back But on. she was reactive. I mean, she, her own, she would explode at people, but... Yeah. They work through all that stuff. Did she have some bites? She have some bites too, or no? She bit the kids. Yeah. Yeah. She did great today. She absolutely killed it. Good. Um. Shoot! Why it just bumps me every time I hit the down button? Like I literally tap it once. Hmm. This thing hates me. All right, chemo. My bully just lost his buddy brother. 
Do dogs turn aggressive due to these type of situations? He listens very good with e-collar. Just worried he may snap or bite because of the loss. Your thoughts? Well, we've seen, I mean, a dog can become aggressive at any time. In multi-dog households, I've seen dogs uh, fight when a dog has died, like the other dogs in the house. And that's possible because the other dog was keeping everybody in line. That happens. Will a dog all of a sudden start being aggressive because one dog died? I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. I don't know if I've ever seen that chain of events happen, but I'm sure it has. Next. Melissa, what's the best way to stop a dog from growling and barking at people on leash in the house anywhere? Um, a remote collar. I would say, well, like, if you had to say the, what's the best way, I would say a remote collar. Next. Um, Gretchen, have you guys heard of the carnivore diet? Not a raw diet for dogs. Meat or animal byproduct diet only diet. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jordan Peterson's on it or was on it. I know for a while. I don't know if he still is. Next. Um, Julie, do you still bonk a dog if it cowers? I believe you do it to reinforce the note. My hubby is more reluctant. He's still in she will fear me mode. Well, yes, if you're still in the training stage, you know, um, if the dog is continuing, if the dog continues to keep doing it, like if every day, if every day the dog is doing it. Yeah, it's technically not like really a punisher then. If the right. dog keeps repeating the behavior. Yeah, so, you know. And you got to teach it something else to do. But the dog shouldn't be afraid of you because you're saying no first. So that's what the importance of markers are. It's like you're saying no. You're not just like randomly going up to a dog. That's what gets such misinformation. There's so much misinformation about, yeah. about that. It's like like that one video that gets that's being passed around 10 million times. Yeah. Like the dog was looking up at the owner when I bonked it because she was too weak to bonk it. It's like, that's because she said no. Exactly. But if you watch the original video, which we put up actually, that's where She that literally could have been like broccoli and the dog would have been like, what? What? And it's because the dog lunged at two other dogs and this dog pulls her out of her wheelchair on her face. It's like, yes, you have to keep, you still have to do it. You still have to do it. It's like, just because I said no and you stopped, that doesn't mean you've stopped permanently. Right. I want you to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. I want you to really stop permanently. So it's, it's no different than a dog counter surfing. You walk in the room, the dog is counter surfing and you say off and the dog, gets, that, yeah. the dog does come off. Oh, my dog. I stopped my dog from counter surfing yep. until tomorrow. Yep. Um, Kathy, you can throw trees to stop a dog from attacking anyone. Laugh my ass off. That's the best one. People will actually say that. They will say, yeah, that's what you do is you distract the dog or that's how you stop leech reactivity. The dog is barking at another dog and you throw treats on the ground and they eat the treats. <laughs> it's like, isn't that how you would train the dog to bark at Oh, my people? barking caused these treats to appear. It's like, huh. it's like all I know is if I walked up to somebody and insulted them and all of a sudden dollar bills came floating down from the sky. <laughs> it's like, let me connect the dots here. So every time I say to somebody something mean, I get paid. Oh, okay. I can use the extra cash. I guess that's how it works. Next. Vegan power couple. You guys rock. I love you guys. Love you too. Julie, but on a good note, my hubby is using great leash skills now and our dog is focusing on his voice more to control her leash reactivity. Well, that's good. 
Emily for the marking dog. He's an anxious dog. I let him poop once on the walk, tug on a leash, and keep walking after that. And he magically doesn't have to go the rest of the day. LOL. Had fecal exams done. So, yeah. So, it's most likely the dog is playing you. And it could be connected to the anxiety. It could be. I know when I'm really anxious, I have to poop. Next. Boondocking life. Hi, Jeff. I mostly hear you recommending an e-collar, bonker, or prong. How do you feel about using a spray bottle as a correction? If it works. Yeah. If it works. We've had dogs that, like, literally, that the that's the worst that punisher the worst. in the world. See, that's the thing that people have to remember. But it's socially acceptable. It's we squirt the dogs in public. They're like, oh, they're in training. If we e-collar correct them, they're like, oh, my gosh. See, that's what's really, really weird. It's like the whole punisher thing. It's like... That's okay, but that's not okay. It's like... How does a dog perceive it? But it's like... But using the spray bottle makes the dog afraid. Or using the spray... That's what's really, really weird. It makes the dog fearful and afraid, but it's okay to use. The remote collar, the dog just stops. It's so neutral. But it doesn't make the dog afraid. No. So, and then the spray the bottle. bottle is so much more, if you think about it, it's so much more invasive and like. Very, very invasive. What's the word I'm looking for? Wet. No, Mo like. Moist. Like, not like the opposite of neutral. Like, Un-neutral. Like, un un like, they know it's coming from you. Right. Like, they know it's coming from you. But also, a squirt bottle doesn't work very far. No. So, like, if I'm sitting here and there's a dog barking at the door, squirt bottle is not practical. I guess the garden hose would be, but then my house is soaked, you know, but it's not, it's not practical where remote cower is more practical or if my dog's whining in a crate and I'm in another room, squirt bottle is not practical, but yeah, using anything that's like, you can use a pan of Kenny, a pan of Kenny's. <laughs> you can use, put a bunch of Kenny's in a pan. Put a bunch of Kenny's in a pan. Excuse me. What's your name? <laughs> it's Kenneth. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> can't use you in the can. Do you know any Kenny's? Do you know any Kenny's please? Yeah, my cousin's name is Kenny. Get, get him in the pan. You, sir, <laughs> get him a can. So. Is the can the bathroom? And how many Kennys do you need to put in a can <laughs> in a pan before it's effective? Excuse me, I need four Kennys to fit in this pan. And then it's a pan full of Kennys. <laughs> Next. Did we answer the question? Yeah, we did. Four. <laughs> Is the answer <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't know where we are now. Uh, David, my 10 week old Aussie doodle is <laughs> 15 pounds. How does she need to be? How old does she need to be to start using an e collar and prong? I'd wait, I'd wait, you know, another four weeks, you know, but you should be doing all, you know, what you should be doing now is all food and marker training which you're going to use anyway to layer the the remote collar training over it, which is what we do. We layer, we layer the, the, the tool training over the existing training. Next. Next. Connor, hi, guys. I've watched all your videos, but I'm struggling with my St. Bernard. He is dog reactive on walks. I use prong and e-collar, but I cannot get him to under... Get him under control. Any advice? So yeah. So I mean, hold on. There's more. Oh, sorry. He has been conditioned to both prong and e collar, and working with a balance trainer. Okay. So um, even if he wasn't working with a trainer, I mean, you can do this stuff here on your own. So chances are, chances are, your it could be a timing issue, and it could be an intensity issue. So it's a large breed dog. 
you're probably you're probably underwhelming the dog. You're probably underwhelming the dog. But we get dogs that are reactive that are not easy to stop from being reactive. Mm. I think that people have to realize that it's like, like when you see a go home session on video, it's like a lot of work went into that. It doesn't just it just doesn't stop. You know, it just doesn't stop like, oh, the dog's the dog just stops doing it. Yeah, like, oh, one correction. They're no. they're trained. Some dogs are. Some dogs are one some, correction. Yeah. Yeah, we we've had dogs that have been one correction away from we like, have some that like literally were like Wow. Like what just wow. happened? What just happened there? Who knew that would happen? And then we have dogs that like we've gone to the end of the earth and back. Yep. And like we've struggled we've struggled too. But chances are with a big dog like that. You, you you possibly are underwhelming the dog. Next. Julie, thank you both for the bonker info. My dog doesn't get up on the window often, but she still does it on occasion. It's just weird if she knows a bonk is coming. You guys really are great to help. Well, that's the thing. It's like, but if the thing outside is more uh, important than the consequence, then they're going to get up on the window. That's that, I'm glad it's reducing, but that's the way it works. Dogs are opportunists. They're opportunists. That's what they do. Like just, just watch like National Geographic and just like do dogs have to like risk their life for every day. You know, every day they have to risk their life for their food. So that's a tricky one too, though. So now it sounds like though, so she'll like she'll stop the behavior and like anticipate the correction. So now though, if they're not following through, she's like, ooh. Today's nope. that day I got to bark out the window and nothing right. happened. So that's why we got to follow through. That, that's the goal. The thing is, is, like, when we're working with these dogs for six to eight weeks, we are so consistent. Like, our story I, doesn't I change. Know. That's another that's thing. That's like these, we abide by the, the rules, and these are the rules, I and know. that is that. That's why. So it's like even once dogs know, no, let's say they hop off place, we say no, and they run back, we still correct them. Yeah. And then eventually they're like, why would I break place? That's why we have sleepless nights. Because the dog even whines in the middle of the night, you have to stop it. Um, Mako cheese. The links of the prong collar have been really hard and inconvenient for me to take apart. My hands are not strong. Would you recommend a slip lead? No, two different things. Slip lead, no. I would get a get a just look for a quick release prong collar. Or there's something called what's that? When the woman that came up with Katie's Katie's collars. I don't know. I like the buckle. There's though. a buckle. There's a little buckle. There's a buckle attachment that you can get where it's an aftermarket product. Slip lead training is really difficult to do. That's not saying you can't do it, but I think it's difficult for your average dog owner to do. Next. Connor, thank you both. I really appreciate all the content you put out. It has helped me a lot. Oh, awesome, good. I'm glad it's helped you, but, but it's like your hard work has done a lot as well. Julie, my girl is a big pity and she's definitely an opportunist. I'm glad to hear some dogs do have to be corrected more than once. Oh, God, like, yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, I mean, people have to remember, number one, to get a reliable command, you're doing hundreds, if not thousands of repetitions, and to stop an unwanted behavior, sometimes it's only once or twice, but sometimes you have to work at it. If you think about it, they spent their whole lives creating this behavior. You think you're going to yeah. stop it in five minutes? No. Some, some you can, though. That's yeah. the thing. On some, you can. Some dogs are like... Okay, I'll stop I find doing that. like the door barkers and stuff. Those sometimes are the worst though because it's so patterned. We've had some that were like, "That door is such a trigger." It's not, yeah, and it's not just. But only, then we have some who are like, "Okay, we'll do it again." It's pr it's probably 
it's probably one of the more practiced behaviors. Definitely. Because it's like most people most have. Most dogs do that. Most, like, most dogs do that, yeah. yeah. Bad and jumping up on people, that's a well-practiced behavior. But that can be stopped again. That can be stopped real quick. Mm -hmm. Real quick. That's another thing about like jumping up on people. Like my dog jumps up on one person. I come home from work, my dog doesn't jump up on me. But my partner comes home from work and yep. my dog jumps up on them. Yep. Well, did you stop it or not? My sister's little dachshund. Yeah. Every time I go over there, because I bonked her for it. Yeah. As soon as she sees me, she's just like, oh, my God, like, sits, yep. like, doesn't try to jump. Janelle's like, why does she act that way with you? I'm yeah. like, calm, um, because she knows she can't do the opposite. <laughs> so I usually see my folks once a year, and as soon as I walk in the house, their dog runs away. Let me guess. You've bonked it or something. I bonked it once. I don't know, four years ago. Jersey loves me. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's what's that's what's interesting about that, but you never know. And there's other dogs that will that will not behave that way. You want to remember that, you know, I don't want to say every dog needs to be trained differently because there's like there's only so many ways to train, you know. Um, but there is some creativeness for some of these dogs, absolutely. But I think most dogs respond to a correction and a punisher pretty similar, similar, the same. Next. Similarly. Yep. Future Browns, can the crate can the crate be used as a punishment area? Um, you could, but I don't. I don't have a punishment area. Well, I guess whatever area the dog is in at the moment that they did something wrong is technically the punishment area. But I don't go bad dog go in the crate. I don't do timeouts. I don't. I just don't believe in it. I don't think the dog understands it. Like I don't believe a dog understands. I'm sending you to your room. I think. What happens with the dog is they just then will do the bad behavior afterwards. I don't think a dog goes, yeah, I'm going to go in my crate and think about what I've done and come out and apologize. If it, they might come out calmer, calm down. Yeah, because they're not as aroused anymore. I don't think you've stopped the bad behavior. It's the same thing with like tiring out a dog. I'm a huge advocate of exercise, but the dog's still going to have the unwanted behavior tomorrow when it wakes up and it's not so tired. Mm -hmm. I don't think the tiredness gets rid of gets rid of the unwanted behavior. So, you know, it's like, a, oh, you want to stop your dog from biting people? Tire it out more. It's like, it's really not connected. But yes, you should have actually exercise your dog, of course. Next. Um, Val, my six-month puppy girl plays hard with my 18-month-old boy and bites really hard. My older dog does not correct her, allows her to do it. Should I step in and stop her and what tools to use? She was on quarantine first four months of her life without playmates and mother. She doesn't know how to play correct and soft bite. What is the best way to teach her? Thank you. Well, does the other, I mean, when you say, first of all, your other dog might not mind. Because if the other dog would mind, I got a feeling the other dog would at least growl or snap back. Your average dog's not going to just sit there and get bit without doing something. If your other dog is attacking it, that's another story. Like dogs become defenseless sometimes under attack. But during play, sometimes it looks worse than it actually is. Like, her dogs, like, their play style is very rough. Like, Bert grabs Wes by the neck and, like, shakes him. I mean, if, if you took a picture of that or a, <laughs> he loves a, it. a video of that, you'd be like, oh, my God, the dog's being attacked. It's like, no, that's just how they play. That's just how they play. And same with my dogs. They like bite each other by the back of the neck and they run around and they collide into each other. So, I mean, or like, how do you know it's hard? Well, it leaves a mark. I mean, well, yeah, but 
dogs can leave marks all the time. That doesn't mean the other dog doesn't like it or that, because if it did, historically, the dog will like snap back. But I mean, if the other dog is getting, you know, beaten up, yeah, you've got to stop it. But I usually, you know, if the dog is tolerating it and sort of participating in it, then I, I don't mind dogs playing rough outside. Next. Um, Emily, thank you guys so much. I got my Roddy at nine months, came to me with zero training. He already got his novice trick dog title within a month or so. Thank you for helping me shape him into a good boy. Oh, awesome. Good for you. And you, that means you put in a lot of work. Again, it's like these are people that are putting in the work. Mm -hmm. Terrio, so happy to see Bears Go Home video. What a transformation. Yeah, they, here we go. That's a dog that like took thousands of hours of work. Yep. Thousands. That's a dog that, that that's had so much practice on wanted behavior. And it's oh, still yeah. doing well. We just got another video of him. He's, he's so literally. Cute. He's lit like a different dog. He literally has transformed dramatically. Yeah. Try transformed. Yeah. If people only knew. Yeah. That's a dog I'd love to see. Oh, man. He would have been sentenced to death anywhere else. Yeah. Like. Any, yeah. That's a dog that needed a lot of creativity. I think they already were told to put them down like multiple times. Oh, God, yeah, of course. Yeah. I understand why. Bites yeah. them every day, yeah. multiple times a day. Chases them around the house and attacks them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Took a correction like, you think it was a 100-pound Great Dane? Didn't care. Did not care. Didn't care. Oh, he come yeah. at you harder. Yep. Went into defense. That was an interesting character. He's very interesting. $5 top chat from Michaela. Well, thanks, Michaela. Oh, there's no question. I'm like clicking on it. Like, where oh. is it? Um, Julie, also, my girl is five. We've had her for a few months. I think the crazy at the door or window was never taught out of her. So now it's bad learned behavior we are trying to undo. Yeah, but it's like, but that's most dogs. I think mo most dogs rush the door and bark. It's, it's what it is. I mean, that's sort of like standard. It's not acceptable, but I think that's standard, you know, operating procedure for dogs to do that next um michaela hey jane jay when my gsd is in a down and when i leave the room he knows whistle whines constantly oh boy i use low stim affection limiting what else can i do it is intolerable thanks um well if it's intolerable make the consequence intolerable you'll probably break command put him back into command but sort of make it make it suck Make it suck, especially if it's especially if the dog is capable of stopping it. I'm just trying to think: is it like the way his head is positioned and he's breathing normally? Is that like a natural sound that comes out, or can that dog is that dog capable of stopping the command? Yeah. It's like snoring. It's a whining. It's like correcting a dog for like running in its sleep. Right. It's like you, you just can't help it. It's just, it's sleeping and it's dreaming and it's running in its sleep. You know, no, I know that GSD knows whistle wine. Yeah. That's Very it, well. Yes. So it's, it's actually patented. Yeah. It's beyond annoying. It could earn a world record. Yeah. Next. Julie, you two are great to really help me help show her a different way of life with our family and people in general. Well, thanks. Yeah. That's what we do. What we that That is why we do what we do. Have people have a better life for their dog and to dispel so many falsehoods out there. 
the biggest one is there's so many falsehoods about using corrections ruins relationships with owners. That's the biggest one. I really want people to understand that. That is so false. It's just so, so false. Correcting a dog will destroy the relationship. Yeah. Not correcting the dog will destroy the relationship. Not correcting the dog will end up with a dead dog. Mm -hmm. And a dog you despise. Yeah. It's just so important. Or it'll, it'll just or just prolong the prolong the problem longer than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. It's like well, oh, I just took my time and I didn't do that. So I did this instead. I'm like, so how many people got bit in the process? How many people got jumped out in the process? Or like, if your dog's got anxiety, why wouldn't you want that fixed quicker than later? Right. You know? Like, your dog lives to about 12. Yeah. How long are you going to take? I want to enjoy a full life. I know. Let's, let's eliminate these problems as soon as possible. And let's train the good stuff as soon as possible. And sometimes you're on a journey. You know, and sometimes there's some management too, which nobody likes to talk about. Like, like, yeah, dogs are not going to be just perfect. Ten dollar top chat from Crixis. Oh, thanks, Crixis. Um, Stewie, is there a certain age to use the e collar? I have an eight week old puppy that growls about his food, waking him from his sleep, or just doing something he doesn't want to do. So I wouldn't use the e collar for that at all. So waking him from his sleep. Why are you doing that? Unless you're doing it to do potty time, which people do. They're like, oh my gosh, you fell asleep at six. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for me to go to bed. Not me personally, but the owner to go to bed. I wish I went to bed at 10. So I got to let him out because he can't go from 6 p.m. until like 6 a.m. say. So you got to wake the dog up. That I get. But normally if you have a sleeping dog, just leave him alone. But then again, a lot of times they're like, they're sleeping and they like, on the, they fall asleep in the couch and you got to carry them to their crate or something. They'll do that. But around the food, you wouldn't, I wouldn't use a remote coward. I would use a bonker. No, and then bonk. I wish more people did that and they understood that. It's like, well, that's what dogs do. Yeah, but dogs also bite people. Dogs run away. Dogs chase cars. Dogs jump up on people. Dogs bark. You know, so... No, the dog shouldn't be growling at you around the food. That's totally unacceptable. And if you the earlier you stop it, Eight weeks old, the, the, the better it is. Well, probably did it with its with its yeah, its, littermates. its littermates. Probably bullied its littermates. You know, so you know, and like nobody was there, and you know, it was probably okay because they all eat they all eat probably out of a community dish. You know, so but if I had a eight-week-old dog, 10-week-old dog, 12-week-old dog, any age dog, but especially these puppies, I would teach them from a very, very, very early age. Like, you don't growl around the food bowl. You don't try to bite me around the food bowl. You stop it now, and you can. You literally can stop it. That you can stop quick. No, bonk, scruff the dog, scruffing is grabbing him by the back, scruff, hold them up. Everyone's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. The dog's going to get more aggressive. It's like, no, it won't. No. It won't. It just won't. It just won't. It, it, it just won't. Like, we don't see that. We see not doing that, getting the dog to practice that unwanted behavior. Just, just think about it from a rational standpoint. Allowing a dog to practice any behavior without you intervening is going to have the dog do more of it. Mm -hmm. like, God, I wish that thought that rational about that yeah like so if you do it every day you'll just keep doing it 
if I stop you from doing it, you'll stop doing it. Next. Alyssa, sending a thank you. I went from being purely positive to utilizing corrections. And my seven-month GSD gets so many compliments in public. Well, that's good. Well, you weren't purely, purely positive, just to give you a heads up. You were told you were, but you weren't. That's what you were sold on. Because there's, no, there's no such thing as purely positive. It's impossible. We think there, we, we, we call it, now us, but trainers will call it that, but there's not. Because when you put a leash on a dog, that restrains freedom of movement. So that's not positive, right? True that. Put your dog in a crate, close the doors of your house. It's like, you're not purely positive. You lock your doors at night. Don't let your dog roam the neighborhood. But your dog wants to roam the neighborhood. So, you know, anytime you control the freedom of movement of a dog, that's not being purely positive. But that's getting into, like, semantics and stuff. But it's just funny. But, but we, we get what you mean. Like, no corrections. No corrections. Not saying no to the dog. Not using any force for the dog. I just can't imagine owning a German Shepherd dog and not using a correction. It's actually dangerous to not do that. It's really dangerous. Yeah. That's why you end up with a aggressive German Shepherd historically. Or some people will say, oh no, I don't use I don't correct my dog. It's like you just did. I just yeah. watched you. They'll yell. You know, it's like, oh I don't think that's not a correction. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. So all right, guys. It's past eight o'clock, even though we stopped late, we're gonna stop. Pastrotic questions anyway. So anyway. sorry about the mix up that this uh, uh tonight. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, we lost track of time. Like, holy shit. So what happens when you're like work on projects? All right. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye bye.